people can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important shit. You say too much boring shit. Welcome to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm Dara Rahim. And I'm Aliyah Rahim. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're back from August holiday. Don't ask where we are. You can't afford to go. August slipped away like a bottle of wine. Mm. Like a bottle of wine. Because mm. it wasn't mine. It wasn't uh. mine. Not it to keep. Mine. It wasn't mine. Just had my birthday. Oh, my God. Thank God Leo's Leo season. No, thank God Leo's season is over. Because I honestly. Because it was just so horrible for yeah, you. Yeah, I feel a change in the well, cause environment. We I know. are the sun. We are Leo. Oh, not we are the sun. So I have too many Leos in my life. You have so. Well, you have two. Me and Mariah. Yes. Uh, you and Mariah. Angie's a Leo. Wait, no, no, we confirmed she's not a Leo. No, Angie is a Leo. Okay, Our sister-in-law. She yes. is a Leo. She's yes. like right on like her birthday is the 29th mm-hmm. and Leo season starts like the 22nd. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's well, that's enough. That's enough Leo energy. That's all I need. <laughs> we suck off all the air. Yeah. I can seriously feel a change. Well, it is over, but it was great while it lasted. But Virgo season. I don't know anything about Virgo season. I like Virgos. You're such a hater, like a true Capricorn. But everyone's talking. A true dyed-in-the-wool Capricorn freaking hater. Yeah. I mean, it just needs to be Capricorn season so we can get some shit done. (laughs) (laughs) How that gets done in all this Capricorn season. Yeah, Leo season is just like party vibe. Um, we've got a lot to get into we do. this episode. I'm excited to be back. Yeah. Um, banta, banta, banta. Period. <laughs> Period. That's it. Okay. When I saw, heard about this. Yeah. So many emotions. Matthew Lawrence of famously of the Lawrence brothers ever heard of them? The yeah. original Joe Bros. They are. Put some respect on their name. The yeah. 90s Joe Bros. Yes. They did it. You know what? They walked so the Jonas Brothers could mm-hmm. run. And that's They laid the groundwork. They laid the foundation. Well, Magic. So Matthew Lawrence is dating Chili yes. from TLC. TLC. Scrubs. <laughs> Candy from Creep. Atlanta. Crazy Sexy Cool. Crazy An amazing cool. R&B album. Ex-girlfriend of Usher. Yeah. Sorry. Also, to like, dated like Floyd Mayweather as well. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm, her chemistry compass. Off. Broken. And as we're going to see, it continues to be off. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about compasses. They rarely can be fixed. Oh. Oh. Sorry. That was deep. It's true. Um, when I first saw that they were dating, I was like, that's so random. 
Yeah, but, but I also, also thought it was really cute. I thought it was really cute, too. But I too. also didn't think it was that random. Like, they both have been famous for so long. But in very different spheres. Yeah, but spheres. ultimately, I could see their paths crossing. Like, yeah. especially over all this time, like, I could see, like, they... I could see their paths crossing, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, and then, like, saying, you know, friendly, you know, when they're... In the same room, they probably say hi, catch up, la di da. She's fifteen, he's forty, Dara. Like it's been <sighs> like thirty years since their prime. Yeah, but they still were in the same teen arena, famous in the nineties at the same time. Even yes. though she's ten years older, yes. she looks twenty years younger than him. Oh yeah, facts. Um, and I actually thought it was really cute. Chili has wanted a man in her life for so yeah. long. She literally yeah. had a reality show centered around finding a partner yeah that's where uh i found out about her and floyd floyd mayweather dating he was on that reality show but he wouldn't commit to her she had all she has this whole list of things that she wants from a partner he can't drink he can't smoke he can't eat pork he has to work out seven days a week seven you need a day off not according to chili he has to have a great relationship with his mom like it's it's this like litmus test that a man has to pass wow. to be in her life. And that's, you know, what she was expressing on this reality show. It was on VH1. And okay. Floyd and her were really good friends. And they would hang out a lot. But he would never commit to be her boyfriend. Uh. Like, he even, like, um took her and bought her these, like, $15,000 earrings. Uh-huh. And, like, they were, like, these, like, you know, back in, like, the early aughts, those uh, hoops with, like, the diamonds yes. on them that were so popular? Yeah. He bought her a pair of those. They were $15,000. He took off his Louis backpack and paid for it all in cash. Okay. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, my God, I love Floyd. He's, like, the perfect guy because he was, like, healthy and shape. Uh-huh. Um, but he was, like, would never, like, commit to yeah. her, which is, like, a win-win for her because Floyd May- Mayweather can't read. Yeah. And so dodged the bullet <laughs> Yeah, there. I would definitely say you dodged the bullet there Yeah, and friend. I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, she's, like, so gorgeous. Like, I hated yeah. that she was, like, even, like, kind of begging for his attention and time a little bit. Yeah. Um. So when I saw that she was with Matthew, I was like, Okay, she's kind of like he's fat, yeah. And because he kind of seemed out of the box, sometimes yeah. Later in life, that can be the thing that ultimately makes the most sense, yeah. But quickly, the other shoe dropped, and it turns out that it's like not that cute, not that cute. Because Cheryl Burke, like you gotta explain to people who the heck Cheryl Burke okay. is. Cheryl Burke has been on Dancing with the Stars since like. The first season. And I mean, I think I, I mean, so. there's nothing else to say about her yeah. other than she's a dancer on Dancing with yeah. the Stars. Yeah. And that's where they met. And, that, and that's where they met. Were they dancing partners? So, yeah. Cheryl, yes, they were. Cheryl and Matthew Lawrence met on Dancing with the Stars. I th- I'm pretty sure they were dancing partners. Honestly, yeah. it doesn't matter that much. Um, And they started dating. They actually broke up. Got back together. They got a lot of attention back in the day yes for dating well dancing with the stars couples always were do. huge yeah yeah i mean i think they like feed like the people magazine beast so yeah. they're always in like the e-news beast so they always get like a lot of coverage yeah yes that's true it's a yeah e-news loves that shit. yes um they ended up getting back together and getting married yeah it was like wow okay finding Cute. love on dancing with yeah. the stars love it uh i actually didn't realize until Chili and I saw Chili and him were dating that they had even broken up. 
Yeah, I definitely hadn't been keeping track of no, the relationship. No, I yeah. was like, oh, those crazy kids couldn't make it work. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Shame. Happy he's moved on. And I assume they were happily co-parenting and everything was well. They don't have kids. They don't <laughs> have kids? <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, I don't. assume they had like two or three. You know how those <laughs> breeders are doing. I assume that they're yeah. co- <laughs> so they, I thought I, I thought you were referring to like dogs, maybe? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Don't have no. kids. I literally just assumed that they, of course, got married and had like a couple <laughs> kids. Because like, what else does Cheryl Burke want to do? But no, that actually I think was a a point of contention. Apparently, but okay, that Say more. she wanted to have kids and he maybe wasn't ready to do it on the same timeline. Okay. Um. Yeah. So no, they do not have kids. Oh well, good for her. Clean break. Yeah, you know. That's, I mean, now I feel like it's you less sad. You could be raising a kid with your ex. Than, an ex with, than I initially thought it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, well, then, girl. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Get over it. Pull yourself up. Okay. So, Cheryl posted on her TikTok the other day <laughs> a message, and it was just, like, her looking sad. Yeah. Freckles showing. Real freckles or I fake I was just freckles? about to ask you that. I think real. They look fake. I think they're real. It looks like a fil- filter. I actually think that they are real. Okay. And I think that she had just covered her freckles from years of bronzer and dancing makeup. And, like, she kind of picks her own complexion every day. You know, sometimes (laughs) she's white, sometimes she's Asian, sometimes she's she's black, Latino, you know. Yes. Because when I saw the TikTok, I was like, who is this person? You really had no idea. I literally, I was like, I I, I can't picture what Cheryl Burke looks like in my mind, but I know it wasn't this. Then I had to Google... In and her in her avatar image on TikTok, I honestly thought it was Garcelle from Housewives <laughs> because she's like wearing like that same Three neon shades. dress, yeah, that yeah. Garcelle wears in the intro, and her skin color is the same as Garcelle, yeah, but it's not Garcelle. It's she Cheryl. used to look like an Oompa Loompa. Mm-hmm. She had a terrible, terrible haircut. haircut, a mushroom kind of mushroom oh. slash bowl cut God. slash mullet. Yeah, yeah, it was. Bad. But she is a beautiful woman. I honestly, well, even in all I her nev- mistakes, no, I, I did. No, no, I thought she, I always thought she was. Okay. Okay. I never thought she was pretty. I just thought she needed help. But now I was like, oh, yeah. Now she's like, I, I can see she's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a beautiful baby. Yeah. And, but, <laughs> yeah, thank God she got that figured out. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of amazing she actually got Matthew Lawrence. I'm not saying he's Brad Pitt or anything, but I think. Okay, dancers are hot. Yeah, they always have incredible bodies. She's got bodies. a banging body for yeah, sure. I, but it's just like I was I always, think Matthew Lawrence should be so lucky. He's clearly punching up between Cheryl and Shelly. Like well, all need to get away from him. Maybe he brings something to the table, or maybe not. Because maybe not. He needs Viagra. Viagra. Exactly. So back to the TikTok that Cheryl posted. I don't know when she posted it. A few days ago, last week, whatever. But it's just like her looking sad. I think there's like some sad music playing. And the message above her head just reads, when he said he would never talk to her again. Yet I found text messages, Viagra and a necklace hidden in a pair of his shoes. Not Viagra. Yeah. He's a little young for that. But you know what? Yeah, he's Edie 40. starts a lot earlier than people really talk about. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. That's like, so true. Yeah. Um... But so at first I was like, oh, wow. Was there a lot of overlap? They filed for divorce in February of this year. Okay. And then Chili and Matthew Lawrence were seen on a beach in Hawaii like, what, two La- weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. And it's August. <clears throat> so it's been six months, but that doesn't mean that like. No, it definitely does. Yeah. But like, do you think that that TikTok was about Chili? 
I think so because it's like she's posting it now. When, when there's been all this buzz about Matthew and Shelley being seen yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. She's clearly making like a statement. Yeah. So what they're that's doing. kind yeah. of crazy that like they didn't just start dating. Like right. if they divorced in February and she's talking about how she he said I will stop talking to her. Like this seems like a very ongoing long thing. Yeah, right. I'm thinking a minimum a year. Yeah. But by the way, Kelly's art, Kelly, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Chili's rep or publicist, whatever, uh, put out a statement to Us Weekly saying that they're just friends. Yeah. That which they're not also dating, makes that they were with a big group of people on that beach and it was nothing romantic. Yeah, which also makes it look shadier and like there Agreed. was some overlap. Agreed. Because if it was a clean break and they just met like a month ago, you wouldn't comment, we, I don't think at all, yeah. about these like silly like rumors. Because yeah. I mean, honestly, it wasn't like getting that much I attention. I mean, they were on the beach together. Come yeah. On. Like, they're dating. They're fucking. Like, what? Everybody knows. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. Yes. That he fucks you. <laughs> What's that from? It's, like a, it's this TikTok sound. And I like, really want to use it for something because it's just like so Everybody fun. knows that he fucks you. You don't know that TikTok sound? Oh, my God. It's no. so funny. Like, people will, like, use it for, like, like, for example, like, people will, like, put up a picture of, like, Margot Robbie and, like, Will Smith uh-huh. on, like, a red oh, carpet, like, Jesus. back in the day when, like, everyone, and be like, yeah. and they'll just be someone and be like, everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows. Like, <laughs> What TikTok are you on that oh you haven't heard God. the sound? I don't know, but yeah. I'm sure TikTok can hear me now, and I'm sure I'll get it as soon as I open my phone. Yeah, absolutely. Um... <laughs> Okay, so that's what was that. Yeah, so what else is going on? Um, Stop disrespecting your wife, Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> and close your legs to married men, Chili. Chili, this is not what you want. Like, no. I watched your reality show back in the it. day. I know your list, and this is not what you want. No. You don't want a man. I love that you're like, I know this show back in the day was like 15 years ago. <laughs> Well, she's been single ever since, so clearly her standards haven't changed. And so I just know, like, you do not want some man who's still legally married to Cheryl Burke. <laughs> 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 married to anyone. Does he, che- does he really check all the boxes? Yeah, exactly. I, I think, think the number one box should be single. Yeah, I think maybe it's, yeah, I was going to say, instead of seven, working out seven days yeah. a week, it should just be, like, single and available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, not with papers to some other woman. <laughs> <laughs> not papers. <laughs> I know. I just thought of that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> what, he still got his papers? Cause don't bring him around. Maybe he still got his papers, okay? <laughs> Burn them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Debbie Lovato. 1729. Debbie Lovato finally has a mother again hit. Wow. Okay. You were trying to play her. 100% I was. You gave up on her. Yep. Never count Debbie out. I probably will again. She's like a cockroach. Yeah. She go live. Yeah. She go live. Okay. She'll be here long after I'm gone. Long after. Yeah. Okay. So Debbie Lovato... Uh, by the way, we will be, they, 
have changed their pronouns back to she they. Yeah, please don't call her they. I'm, I'm not, not. I've actually been listening to other podcasts yeah. who've been talking about this subject, and they refer to Demi as they. And I want to just like scream through the speaker, stop. Yeah, well, Who Weekly did it as well. Okay, because and like I don't know why. Their pronouns are she, they. But, like, why does everyone call her they when, like, she literally came out and was like, just kidding, never mind. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's so annoying to actual people who use they, them pronouns. It is. Like, stop. Just call her she. She She literally said. She was like, oh, I feel feminine today. Which is honest. Like, okay. It's, I honestly don't want to get into the nuance. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not, I don't want to explain to someone how their gender works, but, like. Well, I don't want to explain to anyone how their gender works. And also, ultimately, in a perfect world, yeah, someone saying one year that their pronouns are they, them, and the next year that they're she, they wouldn't be problematic yeah. in a perfect world. You yeah. know what I mean? We don't. That's not the world we live in, Thelma. It's not the world we live in. So, like, because you are doing that with the world watching when, yeah. like, other people just, like, living their day-to-day lives are struggling to, to get- like... To have people call them by the correct pronouns. It's, it's, like, it's literally an everyday struggle. Yeah. yeah. And like puts them in like real world danger. And yeah. Like makes complications in their personal and professional life. Yeah. And like you could just kind of get just to like do it. Flippant and it like about it. Goes off your back like water off a duck's back. Yeah. And it's just like that is so annoying. Yeah. Like don't do that. And yeah. so I'm not calling her that. I'm calling her she. <laughs> I don't think you need to be like defiant about it. Oh, I am. But yeah. I am. Okay. Because how many episodes of this podcast did I, I stumble like a bumbling idiot <laughs> trying to get her pronouns right? It's really about Dara and the struggles she's had. I'm going to center myself yeah, in this, this situation. Okay. So uh, she has a um, new album called yeah. Holy Fuck. It's a return to her punk rock, hardcore roots. Anyone who's been a fan of Demi Fun's day one, like me, knows that's where she really thrives. Yes. Although she also thrives in the pop sphere. Yeah, she's a really good pop I girly. Mean, that's that's the great thing about Demi. Well, is that I think the great thing about any pop artist, you have to like easily shift lanes through different genres. Yes. So that's like really nothing new. Like. You know, okay. Demi's not doing it especially saying, better than anyone else. Well, you know what? I'm saying maybe she is. <laughs> um, so this album's a return to that. And she had put out a couple of, like, pre-release singles uh, leading up to the album. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is not the first single. What are the other singles? Uh, One's called like? Substance. They're all, like, these kind of, like... Back like to, like... Punk rock. Yeah. Uh... Hardcore, or whatever you want to call Haley it. Haley Williams is the mother. Haley Williams is the mother. Facts. Um, yeah, there's a song called Substance. We all know oh that God. Demi deals with substance abuse. There's a song called Skin of My Teeth. Very kind of like a little bit of like like Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. you know. I like that title. Yeah. It's cute. Um, actually, oh, that's the song that actually sounds like whole. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, like, honestly, like, Courtney Love Cor- is, like, grandmother of the house. Yes. Then Haley Williams, then Haley Williams is her baby. Yeah. And she's shredded, like, all the other babies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, And those songs, like, I think they did fine. I'm be, like, I think people were kind of into her returning to this, but, like, nothing was, like, culturally catching on. Right. Until the third single. Which is 29. 29. 
it starts going starts trending on starts going like viral on tiktok yeah uh before the the song is even released before the song yeah she had been teasing this song for like i feels like two weeks before the song uh even got out. released and she yeah. performed it on Fallon even before it was released too. I think like right after it was released she performed okay. it. But I'm just going to summarize the chorus real quick just yeah. so people get. The song's called fi- 29. Yeah. The chorus is finally 29, funny just like you were at the time. Thought it was a teenage dream, just a fantasy, but it wasn't yours or wasn't mine. 17 Demi Lovato, and this is about Wilmer Valderrama's famously dated Wilmer Valderrama when she was 17 mm-hmm. and he was 29. How long did they date for? Six years. Oh, wow. So what? Up until she was like 24, 25? Yeah. Oh, and so when she had her heroin overdose, uh, the, they the, had only been broken up for like a year or so. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But so it's at first it's like kind of crazy. I was like, wow, like that. I that always read inappropriate to me. But Demi's had such a hard and like tumultuous childhood. Yeah. I didn't expect her to ever kind of like realize that that was like not a the right situation that she yeah. should have been in, that that was an abuse, abusive situation. Yeah. And also because she's in the past, even since they've broken up, has talked um positively about him very i mean you just brought up her heroin overdose yeah when they were broken up he came to to the the hospital hospital and stayed with her for you know that period of time and i remember thinking how incredible he was for that yeah yeah and but now for her to kind of like but at the time i also didn't like i always knew about the relationship but i didn't know like i didn't know the details yeah you know yeah and like also like wilmer didn't like present like significantly older than Demi I think that's also like played a part in it yeah like he is significantly creepily older but like visually it wasn't that off-putting yeah especially at the time and especially at my age yeah yeah I can see that but it's also I think because we have just been normalized to see this as like a normal relationship yeah yeah and what's interesting about it going viral on TikTok is that it was so organic, and and it, honestly, it's kind of a dark way. I don't think they were trying. Oh, it's so I mean, dark. Why it's going viral on TikTok is because so many girls are making, are telling their story of being in an abusive relationship with older men yeah. at similar ages. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the TikToks using the 29th song, it'll usually start with a woman saying like finally 29 and like if they're not 29 they'll say in the caption like 25 yeah or even 22 like they'll say their age like just like signifying that they've had time to think about it yeah and they'll show like kind of like a montage series of pictures with them and the person that they were 
dating dating. yeah Yeah. their abuser Mm -hmm. and then ultimately at the end of the tiktok when it says 1729 they'll put up the age that they were and that their abuser was and sometimes it's 1729 i've also seen 12 19 Mm -hmm. i've seen 16 24 yeah you know yeah Yeah, so like but it's just like and there are so many come up on my fy same p so it's like insane it's like this okay this is not fun tiktok like i'm really 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 glad that like well one i'm glad that like people have found something to like kind of help express the trauma that they've gone through yeah. but it's also so sad that yeah. this is a tiktok trend, trend. what yeah no, like these people is. belong in jail and like you need to be calling your sheriff's office yeah not like after you make your tiktok <laughs> then call the sheriff's office yeah. Yeah. like some people have shown montage with people who were their teachers mm-hmm. or basketball coaches yeah. it's like oh my god just like seeing like why this song blew up is because like it just resonates and it's so, so prevalent many people's experiences and it's so prevalent in our society and we yep. like it's so prevalent we have so many examples yep. and i just think it's interesting that she came to this realization and i'm i i hope this is like i think it is part of like you know her sobriety and like therapy, therapy that she's got therapy looking yeah. back on her life um because also a lot of people have been tiktok have been um flashbacking to old interviews there's one that i saw this is the first video i saw where i heard where i s- heard about the song it like cut between two two interviews and it was one where some interviewer, and I don't know why they were asking this. Like, it seems honestly kind of inappropriate. It was like asking about how she felt about uh, age differences and relationships. And the interviewer actually mm. is like, says to her, well, you're actually fine with that, Demi. And she's what? like, yeah, it was weird. This is like a recent interview, like within the past like year. And she was what? like, actually, I'm not like I've had like she in the in the interview was like, oh, wow. Like what changed? She goes, oh, I dated people my own age. Oh, and I, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realized that like y- the the life experience that uh, someone older has is like cannot be matched no matter how like mature you think you are. And she's yeah. like, I think that you should just date people your age. And that's actually like not appropriate. Yeah. Um, and then like, I've seen like people really, uh, cutting to this interview she did on Ryan Seacrest's show back when she was like 23 or 24, I think. Or her and one were together. They, they, they are together at that time. And she's talking about the relationship and she was like, and she's basically protecting her abuser. She's saying, oh yeah, like when we met, like I, I went after him, Mm -hmm. which is a lot a thing that manhattan woody allen yes that abusers get their victims to think to do to do do. they actually will deny them access to them to make them beg for it to make them seem like it's their idea that they're in control and that they want this yes it's yeah it's gonna be a tactic and so she was like oh yeah and it also plays into their fantasy sorry to interrupt like with manhattan woody allen like Mm -hmm. the character in that movie don't watch it no um is 17 to woody allen's like 105 (laughs) and she's the aggressor and like i saw someone like commenting on it like that is a pedophile's fantasy to see yeah 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 and so she's talking about this very like it's so by the book it's almost crazy Mm -hmm. she's like yeah i was 17 and i was uh you know going after him i like met him at a party Mm -hmm. and he actually and she's like uh like 
was like, no, 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 like, you're too young. And Ryan Seacrest goes, well, you are too young. Yeah. And... And she claims that like they didn't get together until she was eighteen, which we all know is Not fucking true. bullshit. Yeah. And we all know it now because literally the song says seventeen twenty nine. Yeah. But for a long time, the party line was that mm-hmm. they got together when she was eighteen. Not that that would ever be that much better, but right. like in California, the con- the age of consent is eighteen. Yeah. And it's even funny because uh, Ryan Seacrest asked her, asked her, "Well, how old are you?" And she's like twenty three. And she's like, "And how old is he?" And she's like thirty five. He goes, "Yeah, you are too young for him." Yeah. Like what? And it's just like. At, like, and I mean, like, when Ryan Seacrest is the voice of reason, you my guys. God. Yeah. And then on, we saw recently another clip of Wilmer Valderrama talking to Perez Hilton. Oh, yeah. Again, if Ryan <sighs> when Seacrest you sent me and that, Perez I Hilton died. Yeah, are the voices of reason, Perez Hilton's interviewing Wilmer Valderrama, and it's after they've broken up. And he's like, you dated uh, Demi Lovato, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah. She was 17. What were you doing with a 17-year-old? And it's interesting because I couldn't find the rest of the interview because mm-hmm. it cuts off and it's just yeah. like Wilmer's face is just like, oh, uh, 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 like dopey. I give Perez a lot of credit yeah. for it. And like that is literally why Perez Hilton is such an outlier in yeah. the celebrity gossip community because he will say that to someone's face. Mm-hmm. And like I know Perez is really problematic, but I give him credit for saying that to his yeah. face. I'm sorry. Because yeah. like people just fucking don't. No. Yeah, it's. And they that's just, why people do it, because yeah. they're not shunned for it in society. Right. When they really should be. Mm-hmm. Because Wilma Valderrama has a history of dating women, girls, sorry, girls. girls, who are too young for him. So much to the fact that his Wikipedia has been updated in the past, like, three weeks, once I, ch- I checked it three weeks ago, oh to God. learn more about, like, his history. Yeah. And it's changed now, where, like, the first line in his personal life section is, he has a history of dating younger girls yeah he dated mandy moore when he was 20 and she was 16 he dated Lindsay lohan when she was 18 and he was 24 mm-hmm. um he met her before she was 18 though yes he did and he also met many more when she was 15 cool yeah um demi lovato who you know is like no stranger to talking about like her the abuse she like uh was under during like those Disney days and yeah. like just growing up as a she talks child about her star. daddy's issue. Her, her daddy, daddy issues. issues. She talks about it in the song. Like yeah. she, I have daddy. She issues. literally has a song called daddy issues. Yeah. Um, she's a couple songs and she references it in this in 29, mm-hmm. but she dated Trace Cyrus, who is Miley Cyrus's brother, which is weird. Yeah. She was 16 and he was 20. Yeah. She dated D- Joe Jonas I mean, I will say that I think this is a fake relationship. Totally. But yeah, total she PR. was 17 and he was 21. I just think that goes to the fact that people put them together for this fake relationship. Right. Normalizing it. Right. Like, the fact that it was fake actually makes it worse because yeah. like a bunch of adults sat around a table and was like, oh, that's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. 17, 21. Which is funny because like Nick was right there. Right. Age is appropriate. Her, is her age. Exactly. And they're like, oh, no. And they're like, no. They're like, Kevin? And he's like, I'm married. And they're like, okay, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're like, this pattern in Hollywood is just, it's rampant. Yeah. Hillary Duff dated Joel Madden. She was 
publicly on red carpets. On red carpets. She was 16. He was 25. Oh, my God. And they're still friends and they still hang out. She hasn't quite had the Demi Lovato realization yet. Yeah. Taylor Swift dated John Mayer. She was 19. He was 32. Yeah. Taylor Swift dated Jake Gyllenhaal. She was 19. He was 30. So that year for her was it was it was rough. Yeah. Um, She, you know, famously has a line in all too well 10 minute version. Taylor's version. You said if we had been older in age, it would have been fine. Closer in age. Sorry. Dang, oh you can't get that lyric right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said if we had been closer in age. Close. How can you be older in age? How can we <laughs> we have been older in age? <laughs> Not a song. And that made me want to <laughs> die. Bella Hadid in the weekend, 1825. And we all know that relationship left Bella traumatized. Traumatized. Um, I'm going to jump around a few of these. Yeah. Kristen Stewart, Rob Pattinson, 1721. When they met. When I they wanted, met. Yeah. But I just still think that's like yeah. weird. Because like I know when I was 21, if I had met a seven, like what? Like literally Demi's yeah. line, like 17 would have never, never crossed, crossed my, my mind. mind. Like come on, 21? Yeah. That's a senior in high school and a senior, or possibly a junior in high school. Right. And a senior in college. Right. Totally like, different life That's very inappropriate. You guys do not need to be dating. No, it's inappropriate. And then even going back, Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. Yeah. She was 14. He was 22. Yep, and they moved in together when she was 15. And You're got a pedophile, engaged dude. on her 18th birthday. They got engaged on her 18th birthday. That's fucking gross. Elvis. Famously. Yeah. Priscilla was 14. He was 25. Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld dated a girl when she was 17. Mm -hmm. He was 32. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray, um, after he cheated on Sophia Bush. uh, Paris Hilton. Dated a girl who was an extra on One Tree Hill. He was 25. She was 18. And allegedly during One Tree Hill years, Chad Michael Murray was notorious for like hanging out in malls, hanging out in parks and going to high schools and picking up underage girls because they were filming in North Carolina and some like podunk town. Yeah. And he like ruled the roost. Yeah. And like, obviously he was like a huge teen heartthrob. Like Chad Michael Murray was hot as shit. Yeah. Playing a high schooler. I'm sure these girls didn't even think like realize. Yeah. That, yeah. Cause they're looking at him as another high schooler, as a teenager. 100%. And he's looking at them as prey. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is actually really twisted. Yeah. The way, like, when you think about it. Yeah. And I just even think it's like, I feel like we, we jokingly, like, quote this, but, like, there's a, yeah. a an oh interview that, like, went viral on TikTok as well of Machine Gun Kelly when he was 23 talking about uh, Kendall, Jenner. Kendall Jenner when she was 17. And the interviewer is like, Oh, like, would you date Kendall Jenner? And he was like, ye- or like, or like, when she turned eight, he's like, the interview's like, when she turns eighteen, mm-hmm. and he's like, when she turns eighteen, we're talking about I'm, I'm ready to go now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a creepy age. Yeah, he's like, I'm twenty three. I'm gonna go now. now. She's seventeen. No, dude, you are a creepy age. Yeah. What? Like, but like, in his, and he even references Led Zeppelin, who dated like a girl for. When, when she was like 14. Yeah. yeah. I think he also references Elvis. Yeah. And, ma- and also maybe Mick Jagger. I know Mick Jagger t- dated like a ton of underage girls, allegedly. It's honestly not even allegedly. Yeah. Like, women have like that, that Phillips woman. 
uh, yeah, 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 mom, the mom from the mama and papas, um, Mackenzie Phillips. She said that she had sex with Mick Jagger mm-hmm. when she was fourteen. Yeah, and he was like thirty. Yeah, fucking disgusting. And MGK references that as like something to look up to. Yeah, like oh, like, that's this is okay. what rock stars do. Yeah, we date twelve year olds. Yeah, what? It's just like it's it's crazy, and I mean. And I know, like, when we were compiling this list, we said this could go on forever. We oh, were we, finding we so many names stop. that we had to, like, whittle down. But, like, just, like, talking about how normalized it is in Hollywood yeah. and why, why uh, Hilary Duff and Joel Madden can go on red carpets together and why all these men can do this little creepy thing where, like, when a girl turns 18, it's like, surprise, I'm her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, why that can all happen, it's like... Hollywood is a is a is a breeding ground for pedophilia. Yes. Oh well, no. What I was gonna say is like, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. There's yeah. a running joke, and like with him in this context, because we're talking about underage girls, and him, it's like a little bit funnier because the joke is Leo has never dated someone over 25. Yeah. So at least we're now at this point talking about adult women. Yeah. But there's a running joke in Hollywood that once a girl turns 25 Leo dumps her yeah and there is literally BuzzFeed Vulture people have compiled articles of all his girlfriends he has never in his whole entire life dated a woman over 25 yeah. and it's like a joke people talk about how it's like a math equation if a woman's 30 now and she dated yeah. Leo in 2012 how old yeah. blah 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 but it's like ha 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 but like it goes like part and parcel to what we're talking about. Yeah. It's like, because what we're really talking about is predatory relationships and yeah. we're like, laughing about it. Yeah. And like laughing about a woman getting broken up with when she turns 25 by Leo's fat ass. ass. Gross. Hasn't had a push up in like 10 years. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so normalized. And it's just like, that's why I think it's like so cool i can't think of like a better word honestly that demi was a great word thank you yeah, you're welcome that demi is writing about this so blatantly the lyrics are scathing scathing when she said i just want to find this one oh yeah 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 what did she say five years of bleeder whoa whoa wait did she actually say, can she say that Oh, yeah, just five years of leader, Thank student you. and a teacher. Yeah. Far yep. from, from innocent, innocent, what, what the, the fuck's consent. consent. Like, she is not tiptoeing around. Numbers it. told you not to, but that didn't stop, stop you. you. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, she is not tiptoeing around it and, like, <gasps> had me in your grip, went beautifully with all my daddy's issues, and this shit continues. I see you're quite the collector. Yeah, you're 20. 20- 12 years her elder. He's currently 12 years older than his wife. Oh my God. And yeah, that's why I just think it's like cool that she's like so blatantly talking about this. And like, and so after the fact too, because I feel like he like did not see this coming. No. Like it was like, what the fuck? And now, like, hearing the song, it makes me, like, look back at, like, that hospital visit when she did overdose on heroin, like, differently. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder, like, if there's, like, a part of, like, why they were such friendly exes was to kind of, like, keep her 
thinking positively of their relationship. Oh, hundred percent. And think of right. it as like and to we're, not, to like, not we're do. still friends. Like me and all my baby mamas, we still cool. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. To keep her kind of under his thumb yeah. in some way. Yeah. Because I think as like a child star and like the way she grew up, like drugs at such a young age, uh, I'll call it such a young age. Yeah, she age. was doing I just heard this. She was like doing crack on the set of Camp Rock, yeah, right? Crazy. Like she had been there were adults treating her like an adult as a child. That's so I think always the problem yes, with child stars. Yeah. So I think even the like years after they broke up she looked back on it or she like talked about it in a way of like, well, like I'm mature like because I, yeah, because like I I've been acting in, for so long. Yeah. Like I've been paying my bills for so long. I've been buying houses since I was 10. Yeah. You do think you're an adult. Yeah. And she's finally being like, no wait, I yeah. was a kid. Yeah. And an adult was treating me like an adult when they shouldn't have been. Yeah. And, and I was being made to feel like an adult. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the line, like it kind of, you know, is like, we don't teach kids what is appropriate in terms of dating. Yeah. You know, it's like to the point where I think that like, uh, like a lot of like men don't even know that they're being predatory when like, say like a 21 year old is going after a 16 year old yeah. because that age gap, like that's like not like, that's not even like, you know, that big of a deal when you're talking about 12 and 29. Mm. Yeah. But it's still just as inappropriate. Like, I, think, I feel like people hang their hat on the, this like da- uh, that data, like, Oh, women mature, fully mature at like 24. That is a lie perpetuated by the yeah. patriarchy. And like men fully mature at like 28. Yeah, that's like not like, true at all. So men at 21 can be like, oh, I'm still a kid. So like yeah. I can still so date. So of course I relate 16. to the 16-year-old. Yeah. No, you don't. No. Nah. Yeah. Stop it. And if you do, that's a problem. Yeah. You should not have anything in common with a 16-year-old <laughs> when you're 21. Yeah. Go read a book. Go read a book. Fucking gross. But... Demi Lovato's back. She's finally got a hit. Never what do you think about twenty nine in comparison to the ten minute all too well? Good question. Like, I think it's really interesting because, like, in the way that, like, I thought, like, when Taylor like announced who was going to be in the ten minute version video, mm-hmm. and it was that young girl from what? What is Stranger she? Things? Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And Dylan O'Brien, yeah. the first thing people were like, oh, my God, it's the age difference. Like, I when I was picturing it, I d- wasn't even thinking about that. Like, when you were picturing Taylor and Jake? Yeah. Yeah, because Jake always, um, when Taylor was dating him, I was probably, like, two years older than her. Yeah. I would have, I had a crush on him. I thought, like, I was, like, he was, like, 23. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I did not think that Jake was a pervert when he was dating Taylor Swift. Right. I thought they were a totally cool, cute couple. Yeah. Like, because I didn't think of him as 31. Yeah, but she, like... And even if I did, I probably wouldn't have thought that that was that inappropriate at the yeah. time. Yeah. But she, like, very purposely picked people, actors who looked... She picked someone from a kid's show. Yes. Intentionally. Intentionally. Who plays a child. Yes. Who plays a child and someone, who, like... He has like a beard in the in the video. Yeah. Like he looks like a grown ass man. Yes. That was so intentional. Yeah. Um, and like of course, like the line that didn't make it into the original version that I sorry, misquoted, but like if we had been <laughs> closer in age, it would have been fine. Yes. Like to that the fact that, that was an 
either a thing he said or nothing that she cut from the original version, but mm-hmm. like decided to add into this version. Yeah. Was like, oh, wow. Taylor has looked back on this relationship and has, yeah. has like seen like the way it's inappropriate. Yeah. But certain, but it's like the, her 29 and all too well are on different sides uh, or like different sides, sides of the, of the same. Spectrum. Yes. Yeah. Of the spectrum where Demi is being so upfront and so blatant and like there's no reading in between the lines. Like, yeah. This is what this is. Yeah. And sh- there's like it's a, th- you know it's a fuck you like for doing this to me. Whereas Taylor's all too well still has that romanticism to it. Mm-hmm. It's still like oh no this was a real relationship. And I still think it benefits the lover in that situation. Yeah. Like. I think that it still plays into the male gaze of their relationship. And it's also like ultimately what I would think a man who was dating a kid would maybe be happy about how that kid would feel about the relationship when they turned into a woman. Totally. A hundred percent. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting that like how, yeah, I just like really like how Demi phrases it of like, Oh wow! I'm finally the age that you were when you started dating me. Yeah. And like the way I think about this is so differently. Yeah, I love that line. Would, would never, never cross, cross my, my mind. mind. Oh my gosh, get out of my head! I was about to say. Okay, that. where's the Grammy? Yeah, I love that line because yeah. I think it just like makes everything so succinct. Yeah, like would have never crossed my mind. And I just, I think it's really interesting. Like you, you pointed out that she performed it on Kimmel or Fallon or whatever. Yeah. One of the jummies, one of the jummies, but she hasn't made a video for it, which honestly, if I was Wilmer Valderrama, I'd be fucking scared right now of what that video. He's probably watching all too well being like, Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like what that video is going to look like, but like, it's also like, and comparing the two songs, it's like, okay, Jake kind of looked like a jerk after the 10 minute all too well, but I don't think he looked like a pervert. No, no. I was not like thinking, thinking, Jake, go to fucking jail. <laughs> yeah. With like 29, I'm like, is Wilmore like showing his face in public? Is his spot on NCIS still okay? I know. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. that's the difference in the two songs. It's yeah. Like, Jake. Like, this was a bump in his career. This is a bump in his relevancy. sex appeal, his relevancy. That's the, like, pleasantness that he still painted. Even though, she, you know, you can say, yeah, she is going after him a little bit. Yeah. He's still, there's something so positive with the way he's portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Wilmore, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, are you lawyering up, bro? Yeah. Like, she's coming yeah, for you. Yeah, like, What's this, you know, status of, like, limitation in California? I know. Like, that, you know, and that is, like, makes me, like, really think that 29 is a more accurate depiction of what really happens after an age gap like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. And maybe it's because Wilmore was way more predatory than Jake was. Yeah. You know? Which, yeah. you know, I think you could make some case where they were together a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Demi has daddy issues, drug problems. I mean, it's probably her only, it's her only relation, like long-term relationship. Yeah. So it other than when she was dating that Selena Gomez fan. Right. <laughs> Not the Selena they were, Gomez they were engaged. They were engaged, but that wasn't that long. So like, no, but they were engaged. Yeah, they were engaged. But like in terms of like, 
what she has learned and how she thinks about relationships, the biggest the thing, yeah, yeah, she has an example she has to point to is an abusive relationship. So yeah, that probably really like, fucks her up and like, and she's probably and it, you can tell like she's like pissed about this. Yeah, like damn, like my childhood was stolen in so many ways, and you were just <sighs> another part of that. Like I don't have a healthy, um. <clears throat> a healthy like example of love and adult relationships to point to because the only one I do have was with a 29 year old when I was 17. Wow. Yeah. So we're always rooting for Demi and you better never stop. Well, I'm just glad she found another sensual trauma to exploit for Me her music too. career because God. the drug abuse was getting old. It was old. getting old. I old. mean, either stay sober or don't, don't girl. girl. Like, honestly, I don't yeah. give a fuck at this point. It's not my liver. I think it's more than her liver, dear. We got to think about. Whoa. She, she can't almost perf- died. She can't perform heart attack anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she literally said she won't perform it anymore. <laughs> She said it. She said she wouldn't perform heart attack anymore. Did I lie? Oh my god, yeah. She'll probably go back on that. Yeah, you gotta remember. Like, I think it was so crazy that, like, going back to Haley Williams, like, who said that she would like never perform Misery Business again. Uh But then when Olivia Rodrigo brought her out, of course, the song they perform is Misery Business. Yeah, well, I feel like Haley said that as a reaction to like people. changing ideas about what the other woman is yeah but then i love that like we as her fans were like Haley, you're not the problem yeah. Sing misery business we could Stop give a fuck it. it's totally relax fine. like fuck that bitch she did steal your boyfriend <laughs> fuck that bitch. Yeah. Okay. like it's fine yeah and also you know what justice for t- uh taylor swift singing better than revenge are we ever gonna I get it love re- better than revenge but I did know. taylor ever say she wasn't gonna perform it anymore she's like never performed it and i think it's for like not for some Haley Williams like feminist reason, but just but she probably thinks it's cringe. Yeah, but in the best way. In the best way. I would love for her to perform it. She's better known as a thing. Also, she inspi- does literally, dress. literally inspired by Paramore as well. Yes, like she's talked about it. And more importantly, inspired by Camila Bell. Camila Bell. Wow. She really walks so Lily Collins could run. My God. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. In so many ways. So many ways. The bushy eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on. Yes. <laughs> okay. We need to get into our big deep dive story, which is. I know. You hey, guys probably thought that that was the big story. No. And it wasn't. No, no, no. So no. buckle up. We want to discuss Hayden Pantera. You want to. So about a month ago, she was on the cover of People magazine talking about how she's newly sober. She's been struggling with alcohol and opioids on and off for like over a decade. And I think this is like a big promo push because she's going to be reprising her role as Kirby Reed in Scream. And yeah, we're going to talk about it. When I was reading about it, they're like, fans go crazy. Hayden Pantera is reprising her iconic. Okay. Stop. Stop. I, I have I no saw, idea. I actually saw Scream 4. I did too. I can tell you. Excuse me. I can tell you. Kirby, I don't know her. Kirby's not iconic. I don't know her. No. No one is iconic from Scream except for Courtney Cox and Neff Campbell. Facts. Oh, and Drew Barrymore. And Sarah Michelle Gellar. 
But that's it. Wait, maybe she was talking. She dies in Scream too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. like, and it's like kind of like a cameo. It's, yeah, it is. But yeah. it's so it, it's fucking all, it's, good. It's, She's so good yeah. in it. It's oh similar God. to like the Drew Barrymore. Yeah, scene. yeah. But really, oh, little Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada. She dies in the opening of Scream Two the same way Drew does. Like, yes. that's iconic too. I mean, yeah, Scream is it's, iconic. It's iconic. But Hayden Pantera is not iconic to be the first in kill in Scream. It is. It is. It's a huge honor. Should we watch the new Scream? Uh, Scream Five or Scream Six? Because I've already watched Scream Five. Is that the one that just came out? I mean, just came out like a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah David Arquette dies in it. Oh my god, Dara, <laughs> fucking spoiler alert. It came out like a year ago. Are you kidding me? Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Coco's <laughs> dad dies? Coco's dad dies. And when he dies, the killer stabs him <clears throat> and goes, it's an honor. Because, you know, he's killing a big major character. Because no one ever thinks that, like, they're going to die. Uh, that's, okay, that's kind of badass. It was really badass. Like, yay for David. That's a wrap on David. Okay, that's a wrap on David. Thank you so much. Well, that makes me want to watch it more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Scream always hits. That's why they keep making them. Like, they are, like, fun horror Except for Scream 3. Isn't that one, like, I like Scream 3. I mean, it might be, like, the weaker link in the chain, but it's still good. We should have a Scream marathon. I would love that. I love Scream movies. Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer was kind of, like, my first entree as a baby into the horror film franchise so always like big up big up mad love for them (laughs) (laughs) but okay but i think that this kind of like promo of hayden like talking about her new sobriety and her reprising her role in scream six is because nev campbell isn't coming back to scream six which is insane because she says that they wouldn't pay her right and good for her you have what? How can you not pay Nev Campbell enough for her to come back? I like, know. What the fuck? They don't respect her. Like, how much was she really asking right. for? Just give it to her. But you have to do it. Ellen Pompeo says, listen, you got to be willing to walk away. Yes. If you're willing to negotiate, you, you have to be willing you to have drop to. your dick on you the table. You have to. Yeah. Or you might as well just take what they're giving you. Yeah. So don't even, like, don't even. you know, don't play chicken with them. Yeah. And, like, that's why I feel like, I, I honestly feel like Nev Campbell's probably like, listen, I will walk away from this one. She probably doesn't even like doing them anyway anymore. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, And she's probably like, they're going to learn and they'll probably come back for Scream 7 and, like, pay me what I want. I totally posted. agree. Yeah. So it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. But we digress. Yeah, we really do digress. So she's talking about her sobriety, and it got me thinking to, like, when things kind of started unraveling for Hayden. Yeah. Because it didn't get, you know, the the same attention that, like, Lindsay Lohan's breakdown got Mm -hmm. or Amanda Bynes' breakdown got. Yeah. But she really went through kind of, like, similar struggles (laughs) with them. Yeah. And it just got me thinking to, like, all these women actresses that have breakdowns that we all kind of like throw our hands up and shrug our shoulders well, and say why like what's going on with I them? i think and we chalk it up to like oh another child star bites the dust yeah and we move on to whatever the current one is and we wait for them to bite the dust and we move on and we cycle through these kids and we just throw them out in the trash and yeah. we blame them yes for not being able to but we never ask the why yeah. yeah we blame them for not handling fame well and an extreme amount of wealth at like 17 but like and it's like not in and I think you're right. Like people really point to that. Like, oh, they're given too much. That's why they're going crazy. Yeah. But like the more I like 
hear about things like, and we're not getting into this now, but just hearing about things like Amanda Bynes, Jeanette McCurdy's new memoir, all the rumors about Dan Schneider, Alexis Nichols from Zoe 101 was just outside of Nickelodeon Studios this week protesting what Nickelodeon does to kids. And no one's like really, like, I mean, she's doing a lot. She's literally holding up signs saying Nickelodeon, like, stop the NDAs, let us speak. Yeah. But like, what do you think they're really talking about, guys? And what do you think they're talking about when they say let us speak? When Jeanette's talking about the creator. Mm-hmm. These kids were led to slaughter. They got sexually abused. And now they're traumatized. Yeah. That's what's happening. And yeah. we're just watching a cycle of abuse as entertainment. And this is just like the... the it get, totally right about entertainment. Like, we... Yeah. I think we, like, laugh at it. We do. We, and, we're just like, and I mean me included. Yeah. Like, at the time. And it's like... And this is just, like, the tip of the iceberg. Like, I think that, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that, like, any – it's, like, like Jeanette and, like, the girl, other girl from Zoe 101 talking about it. But, like, we're not even getting into, like, what Miley Cyrus and, like, yeah. the big other big stars. And like, Jamie Lynn Spears on Jamie Zoe Lynn 101 Sparks. when she just turned up pregnant at 16. Right. And we were all, like, oh, yeah, she had a boyfriend back in Louisiana. <laughs> Why she was filming Zoe 101. Yeah. Okay, allegedly. We might need a paternity test on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So her doing this, because we've you and I have already been talking about this. Like, what's going on with the child stars? When I saw Hayden on the cover of People, it was like, oh, yeah. Hayden was another one who kind of got swept under the rug yeah. because she wasn't as big in the Disney, you know, mm-hmm. machine as, like, Haley. Haley. Who? Hillary, Hillary, Lindsay, and yeah. all of them were. But she was a part of it. Oh, totally. Yeah. She just kind of like cycled out a little bit. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Like, more a bit of a teen star. Exactly. So I want to give you like a little background on Hayden. Um, her parents put her in acting when she was like 11 months old. She started acting in commercials. Her mm-hmm. dad was a former firefighter and her mom's a failed soap uh, star actress. Mm-hmm. And then when she was about five years old, she landed her first TV role on the soap One Life to Live. Mm-hmm. And then a few years after that, she landed another soap gig on Guiding Light. So she's been acting literally since she was a baby. Yeah. And then when she's like 10 or 11 years old, that's when she got her huge break in Remember the Titans. Classic, iconic. Such she's a good performance by a listen, child star. Listen, who else could go head to head with Denzel Washington? Yeah. It's, she's so old. her so own. Good curls oh my god i always thought it was a big mistake that she got rid of those curls those curls were white excellence they were you got a little bit of uh, i think i think i see negro yeah i think i see negro i think i see negro yeah so i think she had a really promising career after one of the titans she was in disney's ice princess she was in raising helen with kate hudson then she landed heroes which was a huge show and like yeah. the slogan of the show was save the cheerleader save the world and yeah. she was the cheerleader yeah. but landing heroes is also what i believe was like the beginning of like the end because like yeah. so much shit happened like 2010 heroes premieres 
and you really liked Heroes, didn't you? Yeah, uh, me and my mom. Uh, me you and guys mom, would watch my, it. My mom, not your mom. No. Uh, we watched Heroes. This is back when, like, um, you ordered DVDs from Netflix. So you yeah. Would, I remember just, like, you know, you had to order, like, one at a time. You only got, like, four episodes. You could order more one than one DVD. Yeah, but, you know, you <laughs> had to spread out. Like, okay, okay I'm going to get Heroes. I'm going to get a couple movies. So, like, yeah. Dad could watch a movie. You could watch something. That's what it was. Um, yeah, the first couple seasons, super into, yeah. um, and then it fell off. It was like, not good after that. But the same year that she gets heroes, her dad gets arrested for domestic violence. Uh-huh. He allegedly hit her mom in the face, like punched her in the face two times. He was arrested. He was charged. He got like 24 months of probation, had to pay a $400 fine and attend domestic, uh, violence counseling. Um, and this was allegedly not the first time of abuse yeah, in the home. Like, you know, there's a lot of blinds, a lot of rumors about him being abusive to Hayden's mom and Hayden since both she was like physic- both physically and sexually. Mm-hmm. And like the sheriff who like arrested Alan all the time even said to people, Alan got up sh- upset and struck the mother in the face one or two times causing bruising. Then Hayden kind of like brushed it under the rug and said it was blown out of proportion by a sheriff who wanted his 15 minutes of fame. My family is wonderful. They are so very happy. So we are all great. Yeah. Okay. And like it also like needs to be said that like Hayden was the sole provider for her family. Which is a trend with a lot of child stars. Yeah. And it's also a trend that, like, if that happens, there's a lot of abuse going yeah. on. Yeah. You know, it's not just, like, people, like, oh, I don't know what to do. It's, like, people viewing their children as meal tickets yeah. from the time they're a baby mm-hmm. when they are both healthy, able-bodied adults and who could very easily provide for their family on yeah. their own, yeah. choosing to use their child yeah. to pay their bills in a very hard stressful industry too it's like yeah i don't know it's not like a paper route yeah yeah i don't say it almost be like a little less cruel to like make them go get like an after school job and take their check no you like make them go to hollywood and like be surrounded by adults like no kids like no normal childhood at all yeah um Okay, so while Hayden begins filming Heroes, she's 17, okay? Her dad just got arrested for hitting her mom, and she meets Milo Ventimiglio, a.k.a. Jess from Gilmore Girls. Yep. They come out public as a couple at the Heroes Christmas party. Are you seeing a trend here? I am seeing a trend. Yeah. When they come out as a couple, Hayden's freshly 18, and Milo is 30. Okay? Yeah. So that's happening. And Milo has a history of being an allegedly being an abusive, shitty boyfriend. Yeah. Now, I couldn't dig too much up about Hayden and Milo's relationship, but there have been rumors circulating for years about Milo and Alexis Fidel's relationship. They were together when they were filming Gilmore Girls. There's one rumor in particular that I've heard repeatedly for years Uh about one night, um, Milo and Alexis were hanging out at a Gramercy cafe and they got into an argument and like Milo like basically cornered her and was like screaming in her face and called her a cunt and like Alexis like ran off crying and then there's another thing that people say this has been seen I don't know if there's like paparazzi photo or videos but there's another fight that allegedly happened between Milo and Alexis in New York Mm -hmm. they were like fighting on the street 
yeah. going back and forth. And then like Milo <clears throat> just like shoves Alexis to the ground. Whoa. So. Whoa. This is all alleged, but the fact like just paints a picture of like yeah. the type of boyfriend he is, the type of man who would date a 17 year old yeah. when he's 29. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only date for a couple years and they break up. Hayden's 19, Milo's 31. And the only statement ever given as to why the two parted was by Milo's publicist, who said that he says to people, always to people, mm-hmm. that Hayden and Milo lead different lifestyles. Sure. He's 31, she's 19. She still has a lot of growing up to do, and he's very low key. I love how, like, the blame is put on the 19-year-old who still needs to grow up. To be more mature. Yeah, because she's 19, and he's low-key, cause he's, and he's just so mature. Right. If he's so mature, why is he, what is he doing with the 19-year-old? Thank you. If he's so low-key. Right. And just and likes to stay in yeah. and make salads. Yeah. Right. He supposedly loves salads. Loves salads. It's like, yeah, you and me too, brother. Yeah, like, like whatever. Okay. I put nuts in my salad too. Oh, every day. I, like goat cheese on deck. I've got the sweet green app. Yeah. And it's just like, and the fact that she publicly like acknowledged their ages, like again, right. normalized. This was not like supposed to be weird or anything. Right. It wasn't embarrassing to say 19 and 31 for yeah. that publicist. No. That should have been. Yeah. That should have been a key. Like, well, Milo, I don't know if it will like will play really well to like blame her, but like twelve years ago, it did. It did, and this is only twelve years ago, and I don't. I think we can touch on it later, but like it hasn't changed that much. Not that much. Like the like needle is slowly, 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 slowly I mean, shifting. And I know that whenever the pendulum swings, the patriarchy always does something ten times harsher to swing it back the <laughs> other way. Yeah. Like I don't know what that is. Like maybe just like getting rid of abortions like might just be that thing so like maybe it's already happened yeah but yeah it's totally normalized and it also uh basically ruined like the entire set of heroes like i don't think that like because hayden was a child and already struggling with like drug abuse like she talked about when she was 15 someone on her team handed her a pill didn't tell her what it was it ended up being Adderall Mm -hmm. but when they gave her the pill they said it was a happy pill they were like listen you're doing all these interviews going up to red carpets you need something to kind of just like bump you up like give you like that extra pep in your step and she was only 15 and they gave her Adderall without telling her yeah a prescription drug yeah so she's struggling with drug and alcohol use as a kid her adult boyfriend has just like dumped her Mm -hmm. they're still like working together and no hayden doesn't deal with it well she does become like unbearable to work with on the set of heroes yeah but the fact that like no adult could kind of like look around and be like like what's the context exactly what's the context but she just gets painted as like uh, a diva yep. difficult to work with and you know what as a man on set like he got probably so much respect and like yeah like, like we know this is hard like just hang in there yeah, yeah. and like okay. there's all these rumors of like her trying to get him fired which are like painted as her being the shitty yeah. one but it's like yeah she probably was because she was yeah. fucking spiraling yeah. and like no one was like fucking sticking up for her um 
So then Heroes is canceled. Honestly, thank God. Thank God. After four seasons. Uh, you know, a lot of toxicity on that set. Uh, yeah. The Dixie Chick, or sorry, the Chick's uh, ex-husband. Yes. Allie Larder. Oh, yeah. And that black actor yes. who I don't know his name. No. Like, he said, like, she was, like, abusive to him yeah. and, like, basically hated that she had to, like, have a love interest that was a black man and, like, thought yeah. that, like, it, like played into a part of like the low ratings at the time like just being a fucking bitch yeah, that show was, yeah. yeah so after that show gets canceled hayden starts allegedly yachting which is like something that like it's i'm like code i mean it can be code for basically just tricking uh-huh. um but it really does happen a lot on yachts okay i think like a yacht like kind of is like the best of both worlds for celebrities because it gives them an element of privacy but it also like lets like photographers see them on a yacht like no one really knows what's going on on yeah it's like a little glamorous yeah but like they can also like just go out into the waters and do god knows what and like the cops can't just like run in exactly and like photographers can't just like run up yeah and a lot of like Allegedly, like, Nina Dobrev is, like, the yachting girl. Whoa, wait, yes. what? Like, she is, like, the yachting girls of the yachting girls, allegedly. Like, she... Th- Yachts. Like, she tricks herself out? Yes. Like, if you ever see actresses who were, like, on a show once, yeah. but are still famous five, six, seven years later, still living the life of a celebrity, yeah. huge house, cl- clothes every yeah. day, new red yeah. carpet... And you're wondering how they're sustaining that off of a CW check. Yeah. They're usually like, yeah, Instagram spawn is like, sure. I feel like the crutch that everyone uses. Yeah. But like, how are they on 150 million yachts every other day? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're yachting. so much sense. And okay. it, yeah. Wow. And they can get paid like a quarter of a million dollars for like a weekend. Wow. Um, and Hayden allegedly starts yachting after Heroes. And becomes very close with Diana Jenkins. And if that name sounds familiar, yeah. it's because she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. New to She this has season. her book, Room 23. Yeah. She allegedly has ties to Epstein. Mm-hmm. She's allegedly in Epstein's little black book. And is allegedly like a second mom to like Amanda Bynes and Hayden Pantera. Mm-hmm. And like really you know, helps hook them up with rich men who can kind of sponsor them while they're going through tough times in Hollywood and mm-hmm. like acting is not, not really. Pe- yeah. 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 And that is how wow. Hayden meets her former fiance and father of her kid, Vladimir Kikiko. Kikiko. I like had it when, you know, when I was Vladimir Kikiko. We'll call him Vladimir. Vladimir. Um, she, allegedly met him through diana and being on a yacht yeah. he's a former boxer from the ukraine his brother's actually the mayor of kiev which is the capital of ukraine and they're yeah. both vladimir and his brother are like on the ground like you can actually find videos of them like on youtube and they're like scaring up to like go to war <laughs> i guess like they're like okay fucking like getting into tanks and like yeah they're about to go fuck some russians up yeah, which like right. i mean good yeah. for them um, but it's like crazy to think like you're him, Pantera is like baby yeah. father. Like yeah. what? Okay, this is like really random. But let me just read you a blind from Crazy Days and Nights. This is 2012 that kind of okay. like talks about Vladimir and Hayden's relationship. 
It says, another actress who has made it off the yacht system but will probably be back is this former B-list television actress. She first came to Cannes a few years ago and was caught up in the excitement. She found a young, rich guy right away and thought it was going to be great. The drugs were great. The guy provided the kind of sex she loved, and she wanted to party all summer. After about a month, the guy had found someone younger, and the actress found herself strung out. And then she got lucky and met a big world famous celebrity and he got her out the cycle and the next thing you know she's back in hollywood so that is allegedly about hayden and vladimir Mm -hmm. a little background into their relationship they meet in 2009 hayden is 20 vladimir is 33 (sighs) another trend there we go okay so we're seeing a pattern yeah they dated off and on between 2009 and 2011 and then they ultimately ended up getting back together and engaged in 2013 yeah they had their daughter kaya in december of 2014 they never married and ultimately broke up in 2018 Mm -hmm. now another big thing with hayden that like happened a few years ago and i could not click it in my brain at the time is that she doesn't have any custodial rights over her daughter kaya yeah she ultimately loses her parental rights. Sounds Vladimir moves their daughter Kaya to Ukraine. Like similar to like Britney Spears and yes. and being under this like Yes. Yeah. So similar to Britney Spears. Like and Hayden has been like totally honest about her postpartum depression. She yeah. said she had it really bad and like yeah. already compounding with like the drug and alcohol addiction mm-hmm. she was struggling with, like postpartum like just made everything so much worse worse. yeah and she was spiraling and she said she never had feelings or thoughts of wanting to hurt her daughter but she said she goes i just didn't want to be around her yeah like almost kind of like didn't want to acknowledge her existence yeah yeah, and and acknowledge her role as a mother yeah because she was dealing with so much trauma yeah and i just like you know looking back i'm sure like when it happened like maybe in Vladimir's mind, like getting his daughter out of that situation seemed like the best thing that he could do for her at but the like time. Women shouldn't be punished from and like not being able to be a mo- like a legal mother to their child because they go through postpartum depression, yeah, which many women go through, yeah. And I also, it really struck me that like, okay, I get like you know maybe. Hayden needs some time to like get right like get treatment and maybe she just needs a pause for a little bit but to take their daughter to a completely different continent always felt cruel to me yeah and to kind of make the break between mother and daughter so severe and Mm -hmm. the gap so big like Vladimir why couldn't you just stay in LA and like I'm sorry Ukraine like right you know it's not exactly like you can just hop over to Ukraine yeah and just like it just feels like it like made the separation between the two like more thrown in her face. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just like fucked up. And then when they are together, like during the most majority of the relationship, yeah. Hayden and Vladimir, she's filming that show Nashville. Oh, because yes. Hero like ends in like 2010 or whatever, but Nashville starts in like 2012. Okay, so, so she really yeah she, she bounces back. Yeah, she stays booked and busy. She yeah. doesn't really go a long time between acting gigs. Yeah, I've never seen Nashville. No, I think I would maybe try to start it like the first season because I love Connie Britton. Oh Friday, yeah, well, Night Connie Nights. and Hayden didn't get along. No, they did not. Um, which is, cr- but again, like yeah, and. 
obviously, I don't blame Connie, but it's just like Hayden was a master in yeah, this time. She was. She was. And, and like, I, actually, what I remember is that her character was kind of this like aging young starlet who was partying too yes. much and was also a diva. And so they wrote Hayden's pregnancy into the character and also gave right. the character postpartum. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of art imitating life at that Yeah. Time. Which I'm sure was like honestly pretty difficult and I think kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like stop making the character do everything I'm doing yeah. when it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like assholes. Um, it started off on ABC Nashville. I think it was only on there for like. It was similar to Heroes in that it was a huge hit at first. Yeah. And quickly fizzled out. It always has like a little bit of a cult following these Hayden shows, but they never like. Staying power. Can really stay in power. Yeah. Yeah. Because the fifth and final season of Nashville ends up getting moved to the country music television channel. (laughs) CMT. I don't know if anyone knows CMT shorthand. Um, But. Do you want to hear a line about Connie and Hayden fighting? Yes. This is kind of a long one. Oh, my Lord. All right. Bear with okay. me. This B-list, mostly television actress, has had a rocky road. Hit it big right out the gate with a hit television show. Then came a big crash. By the end of the show's run, producers and cast had had enough of her. She was showing up late and drinking and doing drugs. She hooked up with several members of the cast and crew before settling on one for a bit. That's Milo. Mm -hmm. After the show ended, all she did was party all over the world. She was a co-count. She did the yacht thing one summer, and when she got back, the people close to her said she needed help. She got some and started slowly turning her life around. Fast forward, and she says she's in a relationship. But since she's had her long-term slavery boyfriend, but since she's she's had her long-term slavery boyfriend cheat on her, all the, uh, cheat on each other all the time. I'm not sure what kind of relationship it is. She landed in another hit show, and things were good at first. Sure, she didn't get along with a female lead, but she never gets along with any women. She started drinking again. Not that long ago, she had a major life event occur. Since that time, she's gone back to full-on drinking and repeating the exact behavior that she exhibited on her last show. This time, though, she can be replaced. This is what the producers told her. They don't need her as much as she needs them. They told her to go to rehab or they would fire her. And she does. She goes to rehab while she's filming Nashville. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I think I realized that. Yeah. Okay. She does. And here is another blind that I think is, like, a really interesting... Oh, that's just more about, like, Connie and her. No, I like this line. This former B-list, mostly television actress, who was in the network hit that was great for a year and then crashed and burned, spends most of her days on the phone with her boyfriend and the rest of it throwing, trying to throw her B-list, mostly television actress co-star under the bus. The former B-list actress wants to be the star. She hates the supporting tag in front of her name and thinks the old bitch should be the supporting one and that people only watch the show for the former B-plus-list actress. The two actresses only speak to each other while filming. And that's about Hayden and Connie. Yeah. So, shit gets really bad after Hayden and Vladimir break up. Uh-huh. I think that is probably yeah. like she talks about in the People magazine interview. Hayden does talking about hitting rock or thinking that she hit rock bottom and then a trap door opened up. I mean, what a metaphor. That is such a metaphor. Yeah. 
that um, clearly came from uh, rehab. Okay, really? Because I thought that was so deep. I was it like, oh my like god, amazing! AA. Oh my god! And then there's like the trap door underneath the trap yeah. door. It can get, it can get deep. You, you can go deep. Hit rock bottom, and it ain't that. But I think she really hits rock bottom when she meets this guy. Have you ever heard this name, Brian Hickerson? Can't say I have. That is who Hayden has been dating since 2019. Okay. They're still dating. Okay. Officially, they're broken up. Uh-huh. But there's so many rumors about them being spotted together as of like late okay. that I don't know. Okay. I don't know yeah. what's true. My instincts tell me that they still deal with each other. Yeah. They're probably not together in like the traditional sense, but do they still mess with each other in each other's yeah. lives? I would say allegedly, probably. Yeah. Um, like when I first like was reading about Hayden's lines and the name Brian Hickerson came up. It immediately started talking about this, like, street fight that they were in. And I was like, what? Like, Hayden's not in a street fight. Like, that sounds so stupid. Yeah. I go to YouTube. Aaliyah, you couldn't even watch the video. I couldn't. I go to YouTube. If you Google on YouTube, if you Google on YouTube. Go- first, first, go- first, open your laptop. <laughs> then go to Google. <laughs> Google.com. <laughs> okay, whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. Hayden Pantera. <laughs> Hayden Pantiera. Why do you keep saying Pan- Pantiera? However you say her name. L.A. Street Brawl. You will street see. Ball. Brawl. <laughs> I said Street Brawl. You will see all four feet 11 of Hayden. <laughs> no, you guys. I'm not even joking. Aaliyah, She's let so me, short. Let me be in this picture because it's fucking psychotic. Yeah. Hayden, and I am not exaggerating, is in a street brawl. Oh my it God. is 2 a.m. She has no shoes on. <laughs> There's like 10 people, and her and her boyfriend, Brian, are getting rocked. Yeah. Okay? But can I say, Hayden, I don't know oh, what she drug she is. She is not backing no. down. Like, I see her get cold cocked multiple times. <laughs> she keeps picking herself up off the cold pavement I think and keeps trying to knock <laughs> and she bug. <laughs> I'm like, Hayden, you're getting your ass <laughs> oh my god run i think when you're numb on like two vials of coke you're just like <laughs> let's go yeah. talk about feeling no pain yeah my and she's fighting men there's like one men. other woman in no, the fight grown ass but like men. these like men and like they're really trying to fight brian but she keeps getting in the way so it's like she she's gonna like, protect her man yeah she gonna like, protect her, her man. boyfriend is like six foot five like yeah. 220 pounds yeah. like hayden he's fine he's fine like let him get his ass kicked yeah. she is just like she's scrappy yeah she's scrappy yeah she always has been. She always has been, but it's so disturbing because yeah. it's like her. It's the video footage just clear as day. Yeah, like, the camera people will have to be right there. It's so. I had to stop watching it because it was just you so embarrassing. I know. I it sent it to Leah. She texted me. I can't watch. This it's stare. embarrassing. It's like I. That's. Uh, it's just like to have. Yeah, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, and then have you also seen the picture? Because sorry, yeah, because fights are embarrassing. No oh, matter, like yeah. you're in it, you're thinking you're like yeah, uh, Muhammad Ali yeah. throwing those dukes. No, you look like an idiot. Yeah, like you're not, you're not studying on anybody. You're <laughs> it's. And in brawls, it's, it's like it's like ten people just like oh I know just like guys, and they're obviously all fucked up. Guys, it's just so pathetic. Yeah, it's, like it's pathetic. all of you go home. Go home. What go are you sleep. fighting about? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, but sorry, continue. Okay, so actually the relationship I think I said twenty nineteen is twenty eighteen. They meet her and Brian. Okay, if you're wondering who Brian Hickerson 
Hickerson is, he's a nobody. Yeah. He's an out of work actor, like never was actor. I don't know how the fuck they met. They're clearly just like enabling each other yeah. in some like drug addicted fueled relationship, allegedly. Yeah. They meet in August of 2018. The first sign of trouble appeared in October of 2018 when Us Weekly reported that on October 25th in South Carolina, police were called after a fight broke out between Brian and his father, David Hickerson. Mm-hmm. According to the a police report, Cost responded to a domestic assault in progress. One police officer says he witnessed Brian chasing his father around the kitchen in an agitated state. David had what appeared to be blood on his face and Brian was carrying an unidentified object. When police approached the front door, Hayden came to open the door. They said she appeared to be frantic and struggled to unlock the door. One of the officers reported that Brian and Hayden were intoxicated. The call came in at 11.30 a.m. David, the dad, said his injuries were were a result of him falling and said that Brian did not assault him. The Mm -hmm. article didn't say whether or not he was arrested, so I'm assuming he wasn't. But there's a blind that came out the next month that I think may be referring to this incident, and it's fucking disturbing and weird. It says, I know this former A slash A minus list, mostly television actress with the long name has hooked up with family members of the guy she has dated in the past and did that whole summer of yachting where the guy who was playing her, who was paying her slash providing her coke forced her into some situations with multiple people. But my guess is she didn't hook up with her boyfriend's dad, but she definitely would have flirted with him to the point where he might have thought that's where it was going and made a move on him and got beat up by the boyfriend. Side note, I love how on these blinds she uh, varies from B, B plus, yeah. A plus, A, a minus. A, a plus, A minus. Yeah. Just and they always have to call out mostly television. Yeah. Hey, Scream four and don't you forget <laughs> about it. Bring Remember it on. The Titans. Bring it on. With Solange Knowles. With Solange. Yeah. Okay. Ever heard of it? Yeah. I talked on her name. So this is when shit gets really crazy. And this is the guy that this was happening in May 2019. I didn't know any of this was happening in yeah, her life. Me either. Like this is like she's just under the radar. Yes. In May 2019, Brian is arrested for domestic violence stemming from an incident between him and Hayden. Brian was arrested when police found redness and marks on Hayden's body after a fight between the two. Brian was charged with felony domestic violence and there was a protective order put in place at the request of the prosecution. Brian uh, was not to come within 100 yards of Hayden, but the charges were dismissed. And the prosecutor said that the charges were dismissed because they had an uncooperative witness. And oh. a lot of people believe that that uncooperative witness was Hayden. Hayden. Okay. Um, and after the charges were dismissed, two weeks later, Brian and Hayden were spotted together holding hands. Oh, my God. Okay. The following year, in February 2020, there was another domestic violence incident that happened on Valentine's Day. Brian was arrested in Wyoming. Police told TMZ that the pair got into a fight and Brian allegedly struck Hayden with a closed fist on the right side of her face. He was released on $5,000 bail. And what do you want about that? Hayden probably paid that bail. Oh, 100%. Then, just in July, the same year following few months later, yeah. July 16, 2020, there was another violent fight. This time, Hayden got 
a protective order against Brian, who was charged with eight counts of domestic violence, including two charges of felony assault with a deadly weapon and one count of felony dissuading a witness from prosecuting a crime. According to the prosecutors, Hickerson unlawfully attempted to prevent and dissuade Hayden Pantera, a victim and witness of the crime, from going through with a complaint and and giving information um, and blah, 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 a bunch of other legal stuff. I don't know. So. Okay. He's intimidating a witness. Yeah. And Hayden refused to testify. And Us Weekly wrote that Brian was blackmailing and threatening Hayden to release a video and other embarrassing information about her if she didn't drop the charges. At the time, Hayden said, I'm coming forward with the truth about what happened to me with the hope that my story will will empower others in abusive relationships to get the help they need and deserve. She told Us Weekly in a statement on July 17th, 2020, I'm prepared to do my part to make sure this man never hurts anyone again. I'm grateful for my support system, which helped me find the courage to regain my voice and my life. Hagerson pled not guilty of those charges. He faces a maximum prison sentence of 10 years uh, if convicted. So then in August 2020, a warrant for Brian's arrest is put out in all 50 states. He ends up turning himself in. He's released the next day on $25,000 bond. Oh then the following year, April 2021, Brian pleads no contest to two counts of felony domestic assault and received 45 days in jail. This is my head hurts. Like literally it goes on and on. That yeah. same month, Brian pled no contest for his Wyoming case and was sentenced to 360 days for intimidating a witness and 100 days for domestic assault charges. Both of these sentences were commuted because of a global agreement. I don't know what that means between prosecutors and Brian's public defender because he had been sentenced in L.A. earlier in the month. He was given credit for those days he had already spent in jail. So he ended up only having to sit down in jail for 33 days. Then in July 2021, after Brian is released from jail. So after he's released in July 2021, him and Hayden are seen together dancing at a bar in L.A. Baby girl. Yes. After all this, we've gone from 2018. We are now in 2021, just last year. They're dancing together in a bar in L.A. And this is not to blame Hayden at all. I know the cycle of abuse is so fucking real. And like all you want is validation from the person that you love that he doesn't hate you. Yeah. And I'm not blaming her. It's just so fucking sad. Like, get the fuck away from him. Um, after they were started, spotted together in LA, Brian told E News, which why is, like is he e giving News. a quote? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. To clarify, I was enjoying a beer and Hayden was not drinking. Harrison told E News, mm-hmm. "We went to a new restaurant that is Texas based, and okay. being a Southern guy, sure. I'm a big fan of country music. So yes, there was some line dancing involved. Hayden and I are not back together, but we are working on a friendship. You're not her friend. Yeah, you're not her friend." Then in March 2022, that's, that's the street the, brawl. Oh so the line dancing is last summer. The street brawl is this spring. Oh so God. yeah, when it's you're asking me if I think that they're still, if, are yes. they still in each other's life? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And a part of her being on screen in the new scream is that she has to get daily drug and alcohol tests and Brian is not allowed on set. Oh that's like God. literally in her contract. Allegedly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And... 
there's really, really, really weird lines about Brian and Hayden and Brian's brother, Zach, being yeah, in a like throuple. Dating? Oh, God. Well, if you want to call it dating. dating. I know. Sorry. Um, here's one line from Crazy Days and Nights. I told you months ago that this former A-list, mostly television actress, slash substance abuser, uh-huh. slash former yachter, slash former molesting victim, was still seeing her abusive boyfriend, but was just trying to stay out of the public eye so no one would know. The cat kind of got out of the bag, didn't it? The good news is the boyfriend's brother hasn't been in the bed in a bit. Ew. Boundaries. Ew. And also, can I just, like, randomly read that line about her and Brittany and the producer, Scott? Yeah. Um, I know it's random, but I think it just, like, goes to, like, the vulnerability (sighs) of, like, child actors and, like, no one really looking looking out for them. Okay. women, like, just young girls being... Hold on to your hats, guys, because this is a doozy. Yeah. Back in the day... During the golden age of gossip. I mean, amen. (sighs) I wish we could go back. A little over a decade ago, there are lots of stories that haven't yet been told. One of the reasons is just that something salacious was happening almost every night, and it takes time to go through all of them. Mm -hmm. Another factor is that just because you hear it from a shady wannabe music producer more than once doesn't necessarily make it true. The particular, the particular producer is known for lots of tales, some of which are epic, some of which are obviously hallucinations. I was never sure about one of the stories, even though I heard it numerous times. One of the participants was unlikely to remember, and another probably wasn't going to talk about it. So oh. how could one ever prove it was real? Well, enter a foreign-born actress who once hooked up with the producer more than once. She had the same email address for as long as I've known her, which is well over a decade. When she was going through some documents for her CPA attack time, okay, always taking us through yeah. a fucking like, telenovela, but just, you gotta I'm hang here, with I'm it. I'm Yeah. It involved her going through her email to see if she could figure out where she had been on a couple of dates. She kind of got lost and started going back into time. Eventually, she got to about December 2006. She thought it would be interest. She thought I would be interested in the series of emails she had with the producer about that time. The producer had horrific spelling, but had attached photos that were super grainy and super 2006, mm-hmm. but were definitely the permanent A-list singer. That's important. Remember that part. Okay. Half undressed on a hotel room bed with an actress who was at the time a minus list on a very hit network show who the producer had been hooking up with now for clarity because blinds are so confusing for people i totally get the a plus singer is britney spears and the actress is hayden now the producer is also scott storch which if you know you know yeah he's actually is super gross but but let me finish this line before we confuse people anymore now the producer's email said things like you should have been there bragging about having sex with both of them the thing is though in 2006 that a minus list actress would have been underage in several states including california There is no question he did hook up with every woman in this blind, but the question remains whether he claimed three, whether or not his claimed threesome happened. My guess would be yes, although the actress dumped him a week later. The singer was on and off with him, depending on her need for drugs and his ability to supply them. Ew. 
Now, Scott Storch is an actual, like, producer. He produced, like, Paris Hilton music, right? Uh, he's actually a little more reputable than that. But he did do Paris Hilton music. He did do Paris Hilton music, but he's also done songs for Beyonce and Britney Spears. He's done hits like Mario's Let Me Love You, Lean Back. Um, oh, dang. You, a Mariah Carey song, 50 Cent. Um, I mean, even as recently as Chloe and Haley do it. Like, oh, shit. He actually does have hits. He's like, do it, do it. Yeah, that, I mean, run it, Chris Brown. I mean, asshole, but I mean, that was a hit. Like, yeah, he's not like a wannabe producer. Yeah. Well, it's also like with Hayden's like crazy LA brawl also in like the people magazine interview, she talks about like hitting rock bottom. And like, she said like, she was like, I remember like sitting in a pile of like my own mess. Yeah. Um, and I saw these pictures of her and Brian from like a couple years ago and they're on like a public beach and Hayden like doesn't have shoes on and she's actually vomiting over the railing at Whoa. the beach. Yeah. It's on it's on the internet. It's on the World Wide Web. Oh my god. Yeah. And like Brian's like sitting next to her kind of just like he's fucked up too and he's just like yeah, I'll let you look him up. Baby girl. It's so fucking sad. This is probably like 2019. Oh, jeez. Do you see him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, She's yeah. like putting her body over the railing and like yeah. kicking. Yeah. It's rough. It's, it's rough. really rough. Oh, man. And it's just like. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's really, really, really sad. And like there's so much about Hayden. I'm sure like we haven't even scraped the surface. Yeah. And there was a lot to even get through. And like some things like I just want to like throw in like. She dated Stephen Coletti yeah. when she was like 17, 18. And like, I've heard that like their relationship was weird. Yeah. And like, there was a blind about them that says the guy who took the virginity of that back in the day, a minus list, mostly television actress when she started off on a hit network show and wasn't ready and claims that messed her up to the point where she is today is back on the thirst patrol in order to get some work. His former reality love is helping him out. And that's from crazy days and nights. And it's just like Stephen Coletti from Laguna Beach. Yeah. And just like I she's just been through so much yeah. with the men in her life and like has always like been in these like really manipulative abusive relationships allegedly. Yeah. And it's just like people wonder when like celebrities are breaking down, it's like, well, look into their history. Yeah. They're not just like bad people like mm -hmm. there's like some like idea that like mental health is like synonymous with like immorality yeah and like we just paint them with this broad brush of like oh they're trash they couldn't handle the fame it's like no they were like led to the slaughter by their <laughs> parents yeah and so now they're like in a manic traumatic state and freaking the fuck out yeah yeah you know, and it's, like, the same with Britney Spears, the same with Amanda Bynes. Like, time and time again, Lindsay Lohan. We yeah. just, like, watch these women drown. Like hot mess, hot mess. Yeah, just hot like mess. Take pictures of them throwing up or putting a camera under their skirts. And, like. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, like, why can't they get it together? Yeah. We're just, like, and it's, like, it's we even, like, prop up, I think, 
actresses or child stars like you know like a zendaya we're just like why can't every mm-hmm. child star just be like zendaya yeah and a lot of times it comes back to like the parents and it's like i think there's a reason like hillary duff is a well-adjusted adult and it's because she had parents who weren't like pimping her out so well. actually actually to the point where like her dating doll well, I know. Yeah. But but I yes, I totally get it. But to this extent, it's yeah. partly because like, you know, her family actually let like encourage her to walk away from Lizzie McGuire at like its peak. Yeah. You know, and it was because they weren't looking at her, their daughter as like a cash cow. Yeah. And Zendaya has similar uh, parents who are supportive and but like Hayden Parent here doesn't have that. Britney Spears didn't have that. Amanda yeah. Bynes didn't have that. Yeah. And when you don't have that, you're, and on then your own. you're on your own. And then suddenly you're 19, you're 20. You've been working your entire life. Yeah. And you feel like you're 40, but you're not. But you're not. And yeah, so you feel like you're 40, but you're not. You're actually 19. So then you like. You and s- everyone around you treats you like you're 40. Too, yeah. Which is like the other thing, like, yeah, like. You're so right. People like view them as adults. adults. I'm sure, like starting from ten. Yeah. So what? It's like, crazy. Yeah, you're so mixed up. You're on tumble dry your entire life. Yeah. And what else are you to do? And then it's always just thrown back into our face with the People magazine cover of like I'm sober now. Yeah. And like, and I'm not saying like that as like a dig at Hayden. Like I'm sober now. I'm in Scream. I hope that like she does do well and yeah. like this is a fresh page for her but like the way it's given to us it affects our mental as well yeah. like that's not how life works like oh i was a mess and now i'm clean now yeah. i'm perfect it's five like, months ago you were in a thank you like that's brawl. what i mean like and it's just like put her in a cashmere sweater she's yeah fine. yeah I, I honestly i think if you look at that people magazine cover it looks dark it honestly doesn't look like I'm at the end. I'm at the other side of the, the tunnel. Like, yeah. I I feel like I still see like the cracks and like she's yeah. not fully like. Yeah. But it's like also it's just like well I need to work. Yes. Yes. I, I or unless I'm gonna go back to the yacht. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna be in scream and I'm gonna like put on this cashmere sweater. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell people that I'm okay so I can get so hired I can start again. working again. Yeah. Exactly. And so I can maybe get my kid back. Yeah. And it's just like. And it's not about whether or not she's sober or not. Yeah. It's not about whether or not she's actually with Brian or not. It's like, girl, you need to work. You're going to be promoting Scream 6. We got to start cleaning up your image now. Now. Yeah. You came back from rehab. You're all better now. Now. Yeah. You're all good. And and I don't fault him for this. Like, yeah. She's like, well, this is all I know how to do. So I've got to get more roles. Yeah. And I don't want to keep yachting, allegedly. I'd like to just like go back to acting. And she said one thing um, before we wrap up in the People magazine about she destroyed her career, which I think is really unfair because I don't think that's what happened. I don't think you destroyed your career. Yeah. I think you had a very human reaction Mm -hmm. to being abused for a really long time. And you shouldn't say you destroyed your career because that's putting the blame on you and not like you can't take accountability. But I just wouldn't sum it up like that. 
No. Um, but she said, I destroyed my career. And like, if I could get a second chance, like I would like appreciate it. Like, and never take it for granted again. Yeah. That's what she said. I would never take it for granted again. And it just hit me the same way that I saw this quote from Megan Fox a while ago saying, mm. back in the day, I wouldn't listen to anyone. Yeah. And she goes, and now I do. She goes, now when people tell me to wear it, I wear it. When people tell me to go somewhere, I go somewhere. Yeah. And it just had hit me with that same energy of like people can know that Hollywood is the problem. Like Megan kind of had like called out Michael Bay and called out the way she was treated as a kid as crazy, but ultimately they want to be in Hollywood yeah. working in Hollywood. Yeah. So like when they have spoken out or acted in a way that actresses aren't supposed to act and they get cast out and they get the sun turned on them yeah. they come knocking back because it's the only thing they know Fair and tale. they say yeah. okay i'll play by the rules this time yeah. i get it With now. i'm sorry i'm sorry i have to sip yeah. i have to keep it clean i can't be doing this and i won't do it anymore yeah and it's fucking sad yeah and i think that we punish women young women way more i mean look at shia labeouf that's and exactly who i was thinking of I was thinking about him the whole time I was reading about Hayden. We want to give him chance well, after chance after Men are chance. allowed to be tortured artists. Yeah. Even when he's ho- like Hayden, while yes, yeah, she might have been difficult on set. I'm sure there's horror stories about her on set. Yeah. Did she ever hold a gun to someone's head? Right. Like Shia did FKA yeah. allegedly, even though she said it happened yeah. and he was just on a podcast saying that he did hurt that woman. Yeah. Woman. No, Shia is not painted in the same brush that the women who have breakdowns have. It's there's an element like even Kanye. Yeah, it's, there's an element of coolness, and I'm not saying like I want the men to be treated poorly like the women. I'm just saying like what the hell? There's so much more forgiveness and understanding, and just like chance after chance after chance. Yeah, like, when the men who are having breakdowns in Hollywood are actively hurting other people. Yeah, and most of the time the woman is the victim. Yeah, and the women in Hollywood who have breakdowns really just torture themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still cast aside and men are, oh, you were beating up FK Twigs who's 70 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We, it's okay. Sorry. You're just struggling. Yeah. Come on this podcast you and need have someone talk, though, right? say brother to brother. God. I know. That guy's so. It's so messed up. I know. Gosh. Who's <sighs> With that, no clean end to that one. Thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm your host, Aaliyah. I'm Dara. Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a comment, follow us on the Yeah, leave us nice comments. Leave us nice comments. We like nice comments. Do you ever listen to podcasts where, like, the people will, like, read the comments at the end of the show? Yeah, maybe we'll do that if you guys leave us a freaking comment. If you leave us a nice comment, we'll read it and we'll say your name. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, bye. bye. bye.